days a brand new morning since the morning you moved in. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Yes, I'm feeling like a million since I got you living in. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Good morning again, uh, 908. Welcome to hour number two of the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here, along with Ann Clapp and uh, Rufus Edmonston, a former Secretary of State and Attorney General and Deputy Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee, and uh, also the uh, current Secretary General of Gardening. In North Carolina, we're at Nelson's place, the Garden Hut in Fuquay Arena. Uh, nice website; you can get a lot of information on there about activities. You got uh, your open house coming up when, Nelson? Uh, that's uh, November the sixth, <clears throat> so we're looking forward to that. Yeah, so that's three weeks from today. Two weeks from today. Two weeks from today. Yep. So we've Dad got gum. the the time is times just, are ticking. <laughs> but every day here's an open house. It is. It is. Uh, Come I, on I'd in. I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, but you have some Christmas trees up. We do. It, it, <laughs> it takes some time. So, uh, <laughs> But the store's looking really good. Uh, the girls have just really done a, a fabulous, uh, impressive job. Yep. And we have included uh, lots of North Carolina food products. There's a, you can see some meat sticks over by our register. They're from Elon. Oh, meat so, sticks from Elon. Yep, and they make them the old-fashioned way. I guess the great-grandmother had immigrated from Italy. It's just really neat. We just have some really cool food items. Got your peanuts from Bertie, your peanuts from Roxabelle, Baker's Peanuts. Roxabelle. Now, it's in Bertie County. Have Roxabelle? I certainly have. <laughs> what I'm like over there in her, she's got fudge over there. Oh, yeah. Give me fudge or give me death. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's, is that a place you frequent at the state fair, too? I know there's, yeah. there's fudge there. Yeah, I had to do that. And the, the NC State ice cream thing, mm -hmm. which I can get, of course, down at the end of my That's right. I don't know my house. That, that is a fantastic place to go on a, on a Sunday afternoon, take your family, and go to the NC State creamery there on lake wheeler road mm -hmm. and sit on the porch and the, that's right you don't have to stand in a long line like you do at the state fair for that no, that's one of the popular that place is as popular as the rides some of the rides oh yes so yeah a lot of stuff uh not as many people out this year but i'm sure that will change next year but uh, a lot of the great places and, and people that we've uh, come to enjoy uh, you can go out. Curtis Media has um, quite a display out there near Dorton Arena. And uh, you can come by. I had a good time on Tuesday talking with uh, Weekend Gardener list listeners. And uh, it was even, I don't know what's next door, something agricultural related. But uh, young lady there 
saw me walking up and said, you're Mike Raley. I remember when you spoke to our, uh, you emceed our uh, thing down in, in Nash County. It was oh, wow. uh, some of the community college down there in 07. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so. Well, Mike, you hadn't changed a lick. Apparently, I haven't haven't changed very much. So it, well. it was nice nice seeing her well. too, but we had a good time talking. I, I mentioned to you, Rufus, off the air that we even talked to uh, Barry in Ringgold, Virginia, which is near Danville, who's a regular listener. He said to say hello to Rufus. Of course, everybody well, says to say hello. Well, to hello, Rufus. Barry. <laughs> Hope you're listening this morning. I'm sorry I missed you. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Miss Monica's out at. We'll say hello to Miss Monica out at the State Farmers Market. Monica, you doing all right? Good morning, doing great. Hope you guys are. Yeah, you ever been to Ringgold, Virginia? Ringgold, Virginia. Ringgold. Ringgold. No, I don't believe so. Yeah, near Danville. All right, it's near Milton, near Milton, North Carolina. <laughs> oh, you know where Milton is. I know where Milton is. Yeah. But, but so you, you probably campaigned in Milton. Earlier, I have been to Milton. What did you say, um, Monica? I said you were speaking of Roxabelle earlier, and I have been there because i got some very special folks that live there. Oh, wow. How about that? Did yes, you get any fudge from Roxabelle? Um, my niece married um, into the family of Baker's Peanuts. So. Oh, oh, wow. Yes. You were speaking so you have a steady supply. Yes. So that, they're delicious as well. Um, that she. She did. She married David, who's one of the sons there, that, that the family of Baker's Peanuts. So uh, they do a great so job. So has she been entrusted with the recipe? I don't know about that. <laughs> but they certainly are good. Oh, my. Well, lots going on. Uh, I'm sure you've been out to the fair of some this week. I uh, have. And um, you just mentioned about there near the Curtis Media booth, the agriculture exhibit that's there, which is the Field of Dreams. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the young lady was working. Yeah, that's one of the exhibits that we have, that we help um, set up there with, um, there's a, like a little farmer's market stand in the middle of it. And so if you go out um, today or tomorrow, be sure to take your kids through there. It's really a neat experience. They get to kind of go through a a little um, mock garden and um, pretend that they harvest a few things in their basket and then they take it around to the market and turn it in and um, they then are able to kind of go in and spend their make-believe money at the little store there to, in order oh, to get a little bit back. So really great exhibit. It shows them how a lot of different things are grown. Rufus, did you go through that? No, I did not know about that. I would have been there. Oh, my well, goodness. We'll, I love it. We'll go next year. Okay. Yes. Yes, we've been doing that for years. And, um, of course, the Got to Be in C Pavilion, which we're also a part of, um, yep. setting up in there is in the Dorton Arena this year. So be sure to go by and check that out if you're out this year. No, I did do that when I saw that, and it was done very, very well. Yes, it's relocated. They have some cooking shows going on in there different times throughout the day and a lot of great North Carolina products. And, um, of course, a lot of North Carolina products are showcased in there. So be sure to check them out and, and enjoy a, a day on, at the fair and stop by the market on the way in or out. Yes, lots of the market. Uh, first thing that comes to mind are apples. Now, if you don't want a candied apple, you can get a fresh from the mountains of North Carolina apple at the farmer's market. That's right. Um, we have a lot of different varieties, and uh, I'll just mention a few that are coming in now. Cameo, Macintosh, Golden Delicious, Fuji's, Mutsu, um, John of Gold's, Granny Smith's, Damon Wine Sapper here now. 
Um, Pink Ladies are also here. I know those are some that everybody's been looking for. So those are just a few of the varieties you can find here right now, as well as that fresh-squeezed apple cider, and they also have dried apples. Okay. Nice. Uh, I've, got, I've had some Arkansas <laughs> Black and Stamen. Those are my favorites because favorites they're, they're uh, tart. Yes. So, they're uh, good. Um, if, and, you know, if you have a, want a sweet apple or you want a tart apple, you can find everything from one extreme to the other. They have all the different varieties. We were at the governor's mansion yesterday, Rufus and me, and, and they, they have uh, lots of greens growing there and i'm sure y'all are starting to have more and more for sale we do um there's of course cabbage broccoli cauliflower there's turnip greens mustard greens collards all of those coming in right now and um we still have you know we kind of have a little extended summer here in north carolina and um, with the temperatures so we're able to still have hold on to some of that summer harvest um so you're still seeing a little bit of sweet corn down there actually a late crop of that coming in um, some green beans coming in now, peppers, eggplants, all kinds of tomatoes. I was admiring all the different cherry and grape tomatoes down there this morning, a lot of heirloom varieties and so many different colors and shapes and sizes of those, and they're delicious. If you haven't tried them, be sure to stop by and do so. We still have a great selection of peppers right now also, from the sweetest to the hottest. Um, they have them all available and eggplants, cucumber, squash, zucchini, those sorts of things you can still find. Even okra um, still available right now. And just great selection coming in. Fall crops are starting to come as well, like your sweet potatoes. We still have a few muscadine grapes. And I can't forget to mention that some of those first tunnel-grown strawberries have just started coming in. And I smelled them as I was walking by, and they smelled delicious. I bet um, so. Now, what else are they uh, growing uh, using that technology? With? Yes, and um, again, they're doing some blackberries and blueberries like that also. So right now, blackberries, blueberries, and strawberries are available. Um, and so just a great time. You know, come out and get the summer harvest while you can and, you know, see all the different things that are available. We have some very unique mushrooms um, from a local mushroom grower that's here this weekend. Um, they're down there this morning, and they have those available as well. Are you a mushroom fan? I do like mushrooms. I, it's one of those things I, I had to, I, can't, I think, acquire that taste. I think yes. may be a good way to put it, but I do um, like mushrooms. I kind of like my basic ones, though. I guess I'm a little bit hesitant to adventure to some of the more unusual, but they are... Well, you certainly don't want to pick them in the yard. No. <laughs> no. I'd stay away from those. That's right. That's you just right. never but know. These folks are doing a great job, and they have some of the oyster mushrooms in various different kinds, and uh, just doing a wonderful job growing those. And um, We also, of course, still have tons of pumpkins here. Um so if you're looking pumpkins for Halloween or just for fall decorations or you want to have some to carry over to Thanksgiving, uh, come out and get those while they're available. There's all shapes and sizes and colors, and there's unique gourds to go along with them, as well as bales of wheat straw and corn stalk. Lots of mums and pansies still available as well. Mm. Uh, market shops. Uh, is that uh, is that place that Rufus was concerned last week because the place that sells the a no sugar jelly was was not yeah, open I, when he went in. Are they back open? As far as I know, they are. It might have just been a time they didn't have someone 
staffed. Um, right. They, yeah. Yeah. Well, my wife has been there and got her oh, okay. four four quarts. Well, not quarts, a half quart of uh, sugar. <laughs> no sugar added. It sounds like it's getting half getting quarts of liquor or wine, doesn't it? That's right. They call them uh, half quarts in the mountains. Half quarts. <laughs> You skip the pints. <laughs> yeah, half quart. Okay. Oh, that's the, good. She she caught them open. That's good. Good. I'm, I'm glad, glad for her. Is that what a half quart is, a pint? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, oh. I believe you've been into The things you're going to hear on this show. Been, been into a half a pint of something. See? I mean, didn't you know that, Monica? A half, a half a quart is a pint. It, it, I think I just had to think about it. But. <laughs> well, we let we let Rufus do our thinking for us. That's right. That's right. He was he was seeing if we were on our toes, right? That's right. I did not excel it. well in math. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you excelled in everything else, so that's all right. That's right. So in the market shops, uh, in addition to the sugarless jelly that is. Uh, that still tastes good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's natural. The natural sugars in the jelly. It's just no sugar added. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you got that and a lot of other things, things that have sugar in them. That's right. We do those apple jacks and sweet potato jacks they make over there, um, ice cream, fresh-squeezed lemonades and oranges, and, of course, there's pickles and preserves and so many other wonderful North Carolina products. Barbecue sauces galore. Um, we do have some folks in there with a lot of gift items also, um, some furniture, um, like outdoor furniture and hammocks, that sort of thing. And also North Carolina wines are featured as well as North Carolina seafood and um, lots of meats and cheeses. Well, that sounds uh, delicious. Yes, and this morning's a great morning yeah, to stop by 321 Coffee and support those guys. They're doing a wonderful job. Oh yeah, that what a great operation. That's really expanded over the years. They used to be out there just on weekends, but they're they're out there uh, during the week now. They are, and um, just what they're doing is just wonderful. To stop and talk with them, and of course, it started as a vision from some NC State students. Um, I think as a project, and it has turned into a business for them um, as they're graduate. I think I think all of them are actually graduated now, and so. Um, they're just doing a great thing, so be sure to stop by and see what they have to offer. You can also buy the, their coffee by the bag if you'd like to take it home and enjoy it um, that way. Now, by the way, Monica, I saw at the state fair, I went on, on the first day and I saw our friends that run the the uh, shop, the uh, restaurant there, the, the delicatessen. The they, they were out there with their pop-ups. Yes. They're inside the Dorton Arena there with the got to BNC Pavilion. They surely are. Mm-hmm. I was glad to see her. Yes, they're doing a great job. They were popping here. right away with that machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the the uh, holders of the Rufus Dog franchise are right. were out at Dorton Arena? Well, they the, are. The, with their the Chris folks Pop. that own that, yeah. Yeah. They run it now. How about that? Okay, well, uh yeah, lots of things in there. Of course, uh, great restaurants in addition to uh, the Market Grill, uh, home of the Rufus Dog. There are um, seafood restaurant and the uh, good old country farmer's market restaurant is out yes. there. 
Yes, and, you know, you get a hand biscuit over there, I think it's, you know, about the size of the tire on your car. It's huge. Um, yeah, so it's so the size of one of those one little of those spare tires that they make. <laughs> well, good graces there is the famous Dr. Johnson. Oh, my goodness. There he is. Uh, the eyes have it. Yeah, the eyes have it. <laughs> we counted. <laughs> uh, but at any rate, I'm sure the, the uh, Farmer's Market restaurant is packed this morning. Yes, a lot of folks love to come out and have breakfast, and they do breakfast all day till 3 p.m., and, of course, they do lunch. Um, they have a regular lunch menu, but they also have daily lunch specials. Uh, so be sure to check them out. Um, you can also hop over to the seafood restaurant. They do a wonderful job there with their Calabash-style seafood. They serve lunch, and they're open till 8 p.m. also. They also are doing online ordering, so if you want to just grab an order to go or you want to have it you know, ordered ahead of time, you can stop by and do that. They have outdoor seating right now, no indoor, um, but the State Farmers Market Restaurant, you can you know, enjoy indoor or outdoor over there. Good. Okay. A super sod, I'm sure people are going crazy planting because it's a pretty tough – Summer on fescue, and and I'm sure that that super sods uh, selling a lot of sod, a lot of uh, fescue sod. They are. We've been seeing those trucks rolling in with um, those loads of sod, and um, see it going out as well. Um, the landscapers and homeowners um, staying busy getting that sod installed this fall, and they have all the different varieties of grasses down there. You can check them out, and they do have um, a lot of other lawn care products down there, and they'll be able to help you figure out just what you might need. All right, and uh, the uh, market imports Yes, yeah, uh, fascinating you stop place by there. Maybe you're looking a new um, container to, to add to your patio and maybe spruce it up a little with some pansies and mums and that sort of thing. They have a great selection um, of those containers as well as trellises and fountains, um, some indoor furnishings over there as well. So be sure to stop by and see what Market Imports has to offer. Christmas, you know, is right around the corner, and they do have a lot of great gift ideas over there as well. Miss Maggie doing all right? She's doing good. She Your son is. playing She's baseball? Busy. She's been playing ball and doing school and dancing and all that. He like uh, Lewisburg College? Oh, he is. I think he's loving it. I'm kind yeah, of that's a great him. college. I've seen him here in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's an old college. That, that place has been around for a long, long time. But, uh, it has. There's a lot, a lot of history there. A lot of great athletes have, have come out of there, great junior college, and, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of people I've known throughout life have, have gone to school there. Well, Miss Monica, you have a wonderful uh, – well, you got to go to the fair today. I don't think so, unless I get called out there for something. Um, I think I'll be keeping things straight here today, making sure everything's done as it, it needs to be here and making sure um, all of our folks are taken care of. And But you can stop by here on the way to the fair. Great place to stop and yeah. enjoy while you're out and about. Yes, Monica, you did say you still have a lot of tomatoes. We do right now, sure do, and still some boxes of canning of tomatoes available. So um, there he is, and some heirloom varieties. Are still down there as well. Is that oh, a and I do want to mention everybody go ahead and mark your calendars for our fall craft fair, which is coming up November 12th or 14th. We're so glad we can bring that back this year after not being able to have it. I know. I know that's one of your favorites, too. That's kind of, that was kind of uh, something you came up with. It had just gotten started, I think, maybe a year or two before I started. Um, oh, it had. Here, and we oh, had I thought you started it. it. And, um, well, I'll give you credit anyway. <laughs> 
Yes, does a great job. By the way, I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned Charlie Edwards on the air. I hadn't seen Charlie in a long time. He's one of my favorites. And uh, he called me at the station. Really? I didn't get a chance to. He left me a message. Says he's doing great. That's great. Enjoying retirement. I've run into him a couple times um, the past couple of years or so, but I don't get to see him as often as, as I would like to. He's, he's great. Did a great job with the market while he was here. There, have, uh, there haven't been that many farmers market uh, managers over uh, you know the last 50 years it, or 60 years there have been I guess four and uh, they've all been great yeah. yeah we did a uh, perennial design for Charlie and his wife and Smithfield and uh, mm-hmm. and he I guess I guess it was his wife he brought me a drawing uh, a rendered drawing of um, what their perennial border looked like and it's oh, wow. fabulous i've got it in the kitchen posted she should work for a landscape architect i know i know it was really pretty hey monica have you got any japanese persimmons out there actually one of our vendors did have some earlier this week i didn't okay. check directly on it today but um it's actually um one of our, our boxwood folks down there carolina boxwood oh, they, I um, thought that was a trees, and so from time to time they'll have extra persimmons that they've harvested there on their um, at their nursery, and um, some trees they have growing around there and everything. And they've I've had got some. about twenty hanging on the tree this year. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, dumb old me, I, I I was sitting there. We didn't talk about tomatoes. I said, well, that looks like a whopsided tomato, <laughs> but it's a, a Japanese persimmon. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, Something, yellow, something else will be yellow. unique that's coming in now are chestnuts. There's a few of those available down there now as well. Mm. I thought it was a ham biscuit. <laughs> you thought that was a ham biscuit? Yeah. Well, you need to, you need to trade those, <laughs> trade in those pink glasses. He's having visions of ham biscuits, I guess. You just had that on your mind, didn't you? Somebody came out, I think uh, Bojangles people were giving away free stuff. I went out Senior Citizen Day. That's when I was assigned to the fair. But uh, somebody asked me if they knew where the booth was or where you get the biscuits. I said, man, there are biscuit, ham biscuits all over this place. That's right. <laughs> you, can't, you can't fall down without hitting a, a ham biscuit. Yeah. That's right. And the State Farmers Market Restaurant has their booth out there, too, so be sure to stop by and check them out. Miss Monica, we got to go. Yes, you guys have a great day and come you see too. you. You too. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. We'll be back from the Garden Hut in Fuquay. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. We're at uh, Mon- uh, I was going to say Monica. We just talked to Monica. Well, I was going to say we're at Monica's place. We're actually at Nelson's place. Uh, the Garden Hut in Fuquay Varina on Old Honeycutt Road. A beautiful morning. And uh, we we hope you uh, will give us a call. We're going to talk to Tom and Creedmoor coming up. But we have a, a master gardener with us. Uh, we love master gardeners. There's been a lot of master gardeners on the show. Miss Ann was a master gardener a long time ago. And uh, Pam Beck uh, was, was one. A lot, of, a lot of people, of course, Roy Lewis. Uh, was uh, a master gardener. And but, my uh, buddy Carol Stein, she was a master Carol, gardener. Carol, yeah. yeah. Where's Carol? She's over there in Garner. Is she in Garner? She's doing. Well, coming, I hadn't seen her in a long time. I know, She's I a, hadn't either. Uh, her, her I used d- to love her columns in, in yeah, the News yeah. Observer, along with Tony Avents and Pam's. Absolutely. Had some great writers mm-hmm. over there. So, uh, L.A. Jackson, had some 
really good writers, of garden writers. We have a master gardener with us uh, from the Wake County Cooperative Extension Service, Lynn Britt. Morning, Lynn. How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing. You can get a little closer. To, you pick that microphone up if you want to. All right. Uh, you, you folks are involved in everything over there, n- not just plants and planting books, a coloring book. <laughs> yes, we uh, we have created a coloring book. Uh, and the reason for this is we are trying to raise money to help support our volunteer activities that the Master Gardeners do because everything we do, of course, we're a nonprofit. There's no charge for any of our services. So the coloring book was actually designed by some of our Master Gardeners, and so we are providing this and actually selling it for um, $15.00. And then we're also uh, providing this for a lot of our uh, garden centers and our retailers who maybe have are related to horticulture, that type of thing, because we feel that it would be a great, maybe a Christmas gift or something like that. But um, we do so many volunteer activities that we have to have some resource, so we decided to create this one ourselves. Well, it's, it, as we mentioned, it's not just um, you know, getting your hands dirty. There are so many aspects, uh, so many ways you can contribute if you'd like to be a master gardener. Now, I don't know if, it, if they still have a waiting list for, for getting into the Wake County program. There are lots of uh, extension service offices that have master gardeners, but it's uh, very popular in Wake County. It is, and uh, to answer your question, I don't know that it's a waiting list, but we unfortunately cannot accept everybody into the program who would like to be a master gardener. So we do have an interview, uh, I guess a process, that people have to go through, and I think this year we may have 80 people who are interested, and because of space we can only take about 30 people into the program, which is unfortunate. But it, it does take um, approximately six months of uh, education. Uh, we actually have classes once a week. And the beauty of this program is we have a lot of professors and professionals who come in and teach our classes. We have a lot of NC State professors and then people from other walks of life as well. So it is really an awesome opportunity for those of us that love gardening to be able to learn more. Now, Rufus I'll- and I have all. I've always worried about the final exam. I want to. I want to know if yeah, that's what I'm worried about now. That you, you give a written exam, and what if even I though he has it? a law degree, I, what if I flunked it? About what? What if I flunked the exam? Well, I don't know. They may give you a second chance if you really show that you're passionate about it and you're working well, now, real There's hard. no question about my passion. <laughs> okay. But, I want to uh, know if uh, Gina Myers' partner, Will Hooker ever gets to speak with the master gardeners does he ever uh he did and he has he has and he'll also speak at the arboretum occasionally and then some of our master gardeners also speak at the arboretum yeah he's genius yeah uh, sustainable gardens Mm -hmm. permaculture and yeah yeah he is. We have so many talented so, people. He was. Gina's pretty smart. He too. was one of my advisors. <laughs> yeah, he was one of my advisors. So I was able to take some trips with him as well uh, oh, when I was great. a student. Yeah. So yeah. I learned a lot from that man. Good. Wow. I've heard a lot of good things about him. I have met him, but really haven't had an opportunity to to hear his brilliance in person. So. Now the guy who uh, helped me start this show uh, almost 37 years ago, Irv Evans, uh, was the 
the uh, in charge of of the program in Wake County uh, okay. back then. Right. And um, he he helped start the uh, Master Garden program in North Carolina, as I understand it. But he uh, he really knows his stuff. So. Um, I think I think one of the things that people don't realize about the Master Gardener program is that the one and one of the criteria when we look at new candidates for the program is that they are they want to give back to the community because that's what we're all about um we do um i mean right now we have a lot of people at the state fair who are there and they're giving out information um, i have a card here that talks about the fact that we have uh, actually we'd call it a duty office where the public can call in and ask questions of, yeah. of us. Yeah, kind of Master so, Gardener hotline. It's a hotline. It's a great resource for people who have questions about things. And then we do um, do things like speak um, at the Arboretum. We speak at that may be private garden centers that people have in neighborhoods. They request to have somebody there. We have a program called Ready Garden Grow, which is affiliated with the Wake County Libraries. And we go in there and we have a program teaching people how to start and how to grow a garden. Because as you know, right now, gardening is very popular. And I think during the pandemic, there are just a lot of us that were at home and learned a lot more about gardening during time. Well, I think if it hadn't been for my garden during the pandemic, I would have been going to a mental institution. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that the truth? I, I believe that. I think a lot of us would be in that predicament. And um, a lot of more a lot more people discovered gardening too. Yes, yes, you're right. I, I hear I hear okay. it's still number the number one hobby. I don't yeah. like to call it a hobby. It's yeah. an, a, it is a love. Uh, the number one hobby in America. Yeah. Is it really? I didn't I didn't Yeah, as, that. as long as I can remember it has been. How did you get interested in, in this enough to become a master gardener? <laughs> Uh, well, thank you for asking. I have always been interested in gardening all my life, although my background was in real estate. <laughs> so oh. obviously, um, I saw a lot of homes and a lot of gardens and, and things like that. But I really got the passion from my parents who enjoyed that. And so when I retired, uh, and that was in 2016, um, I had always wanted to take the Master Gardening Program. So finally, I had the opportunity. Um, the reality is that probably a lot of the master gardeners are are older we have some young people with children but the, bo the bottom line is it takes time to volunteer and we have to really think about how much time we can devote to that and I know knew that when I was working full-time I couldn't so now I had that opportunity and it's it's a lifelong learning process because it's so fun because we're involved with people who have the same interests and we continue to learn every day. Yeah. And so we can we can buy this book, uh, coloring book called Color Your Garden from the Extension Service here at the Garden Hut. Where else can we find yes. it? Yes. Uh, well, at the um, State Fair, they have some out there that they are selling. At the flower show area. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we do demonstration gardens out there and other places as well. Um, I also know that um, Flowers on Broad uh, in uh, Fuquay here uh, mm -hmm. purchased books so that you can buy them over Good old there. Donna. Yes, yes. Love the Madonna girl. Yes, she's another one. And, and I, this is not necessarily a plug for NC State, but I found it amazing when I came in. Both Nelsa and Donna had on NC State t-shirts. And I had on my pin. Go so. pack! <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of meant to be. <laughs> of course. Well, I, uh, if, if folks are, are interested in the Master Gardener program, do you all have cl uh, classes uh, for this program every other year? Or? Yes, sir. Yes, it's every other year. And because we had the COVID year, unfortunately, it went to three years. So this coming year, we're taking interview interviews right now. And so that new class will start in 2022. Mm -hmm. But... Um, and that's why we have so many people interested, I think, too, because we have kind of a backlog of interest and need from people who want to get into the program. Thank you very much, Lynn, for, for uh, being with us. Uh, give our best to the Master Gardeners, uh, the Wake County Master Gardeners. Uh, we love them all. Thank it's a great you. program. Thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Nancy. And this show was born in, in 1945, uh, an extension professor, John Harris. I read that. The Tar Heel yes. Gardener uh, started this show, and we just kind of expanded it and changed the name out of in honor of him because uh, he was the Tar Heel Gardener. Yeah. But at any rate, what, you know, Master Gardener Extension is uh, you know, something we talk about a lot on this program it and is. support. And thank you very much. Sure. Lynn, you, I'll, I'll ask a question if I can, Mike. Yeah. You, you mentioned you were a real estate agent. Weren't you dismayed as so many times you saw houses where in the beginning they had put a 30-foot a, a tall tree right within three feet of the house? The house. Yes. They had just jumped up everything to, to get a, an immediate gratification. That's the trouble. Nelson and I was talking uh, earlier today about how you don't have to do it all at once. No, no absolutely not. I, I agree. And there needs to be a, a master plan in place, especially for someone who has a brand new house. And, and you're right about the mistake is that people don't check and see how big their plants are going to get. They have to look at the area that they're going to be planting. And then they have to look at the mature size of these plants before they decide to put them in the ground. But yes, uh, <laughs> residents, uh, we, we make a lot of mistakes yeah. uh, with our home gardening, but right. uh, hopefully we live and learn. But that's another reason why the good, if you come to a garden, like the garden hut, where the people there are experts, you can ask those questions. So you have, the public has that resource, and then they also have the master gardening hotline resource right. to try and get things right. Thank you, Lynn, very much. You're welcome. Let's go to uh, Tom in Creedmoor. Good morning. Good morning. This is Tom in Creedmoor. How are you today? Uh, this is Mike in Fuqua Verena. How can we help you? Uh, gardenia. I want to yes. talk about gardenias. I planted four gardenias last fall, and uh, they're on the east side of the house so that they get the morning sun, Good. and they are protected from, you know, the, the winds and the weather and all that kind of stuff. But two of them died, and the other two were severely damaged through the winter. Um, and and I've, I've the two that, that survived, I have been... Um, you know, nursing along. Okay. Have, so you yeah. said you planted those last fall. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Here's my theory. You probably planted either a one-gallon or a three-gallon, probably a three-gallon. Um, it rained 60 out of 61 days or, or 59 out of 61 days in January and February. So I, I have a feeling that they root rotted. Okay. I mean, All it right. was so wet in January and February, it's hard to believe 
it's hard to think back that long ago uh, earlier in the year, but it rained every day in January and every day in February. And you might want to go dig down a little bit. And <laughs> yeah, check absolutely. The I mean, even the ones that are struggling, you may have already pulled the other two. If, if you'll just pull them up, you'll see the root sheaths, uh, you know, have sloughed off. But I, I, I would say I'm about 90 some percent correct as to why they, they passed away. Uh, but good soil amending, good drainage, and like I say, um, you know, it was unfortunate had they been planted maybe the year before, they would have had a larger root mass uh, to sustain uh, that much water. But that's my guess. Yeah. Um, you know, without seeing photos, pictures, um, I mean, it sounds like you, you did your research, your site was perfect, all of that. Yeah. But um, that's, that's my guess. Uh, those young plants, especially something of a, a gardenia nature, um, got wet roots during all of that saturated January and February. And most most trees, shrubs, plants in general don't like wet feet, as they say. True, right. most of them, but gardenias could really be sensitive. Yeah. In, in sensitive in a lot of yeah. ways, yeah. Uh, some to the cold. Yeah. Do you want, Lynn, do you want to... That's a good suggestion because the two that, that died are further down and don't have quite as good a drainage as the mm -hmm. ones that survived. Yeah. Lynn, did you want to add anything? No, thank you. Is there anything um, that I need? They are absolutely blossoming with new growth right now. So they're, they're going to go into the winter with lots of tender new growth. In fact, I even have a bloom on one of them today. Yeah. yeah. Um, and is there anything that I need to do? Should I cut them back? I no, don't cut them back. Yeah, I wouldn't cut them back. That would promote um, more new I mean, growth. You know, I hate to say lift them up, but the two that you have that are putting on new growth, uh, which we have been in a drought, I mean, you may want to take a shovel delicately, pop them up, throw a little extra pine fines below the surface without disturbing the roots too much. That would be my only suggestion. Okay. I, I agree, yeah, I, I agree with that, Nelson, with what you said. I think another thing people have to be careful about is in the wintertime when we have that cold, dry air, that can really damage plants as well. But it certainly sounds yeah. like it's yeah. the water situation yeah. where they're located there. Sure. So. Tom, I hope that helps. Well, I hope so. We'll, we'll try it out and see what happens. Well, let us know what happens, please. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. All Thank right. Thank you. Thank you. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. It's 9.53. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here along with Ann Clapp. Uh, our esteemed co-host Rufus Edmonston is also here. We're at Nelson Cox's place, the Garden Hut in Fuqua Arena. And uh, we're joined by uh, the Mayor Pro Tem of Fuqua Arena, Blake Massengill. Uh, you are a uh, counselor running for mayor also. Did, you love this town. Fuqua Who wouldn't? <laughs> Fuqua Verena is an incredible town. You're exactly right. Lived here nearly all my life and seen all the incredible things that have happened in our town. It's an uh, exciting place to be. I mean, right here at the Garden Hut today, Nelson's business is just an incredible business and does a, does a great job. And I encourage everybody to come out today and come check out Fuqua Verena and Nelson's Garden Hut. Learn some gardening tips, pick up some good supplies today. It's a beautiful fall day here in Fuqua Verena. And, you know, a gardening theme is you got to have sunshine. 
We all know you need sunshine. We got it today. We have sunshine today. Yeah. And my, one of my favorite lines to say about Fuqua Verena is the sun is always shining bright here. And it that, is shining bright today. That's <laughs> right. Uh, sometimes it's shining off. Uh, He's doing good. Because <laughs> there there's a lot of traffic here. And that's something that, that you're going, you as a member of the council uh, are, are uh, taking a look at, I'm sure, daily. You know, Fuqua Verena is fortunate to be growing just like all the triangle yes, is. That's right. There's a lot of counties and towns that are that are dying and say we're growing. And that means we have a little bit of a traffic to deal with, too. And so we're working on that and improving that and really been investing in that now. Okay. Uh, Mayor Pro Tem, Blake Massengill, and everybody get out and vote, regardless of who you vote for, right? Get out there and vote. I would love to have your vote. Love you to vote for Blake Massengill for mayor. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF.